the way that you innerly surrender to just go there be there and then trust your intuition don't make too many plans don't if you go for a week somewhere don't write a program for the whole week just let the program evolve and you will feel day by day where you have to go or what you have to do and if you speak about um, the longing of go to a place and let's say for instance in the south of france it could be the Peshkardu, which is very feminine very embracing very supportive to whatever you want to meet in yourself it could be that you when you are there you are confronted with what is blocking your light why it's difficult to connect with your light i mean actually it's easy to connect with your light but we think it's not easy or we think the light is not there or we think the light is not strong enough huh? mm -hmm. but the preparation is always like okay set a wish set an intention ask for guidance that's the way i do it ask for if you believe in them um i'm working with the ascended masters that sounds a little bit like ho 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 she's working with ascended masters but i just uh ask for their presence and you can do the same with mm -hmm. guardians and those who are present on a place that you are going to so if you are going to a special place and you want to meet your light or to feel your light stronger or yeah whatever your wish is um, bring it out in the universe bring it out um, connect with the place because there are um, light beings on the place there are guardians on the place try to connect energetically with the place before you go and send out your intention send out your wish and when you are there it's good to do a step back yes? not let mm -hmm. your personality be the guide but let the energy and the frequencies of the place um, yeah take you carry you speak to you and and to have a relationship with something as an ascended master or yeshua or mary magdalene mm -hmm. a part of that is learning that vibration of what it feels like to be present with it almost as if it's inside of you and mm -hmm. what these sacred sites do is amp all of that up to where mm -hmm. you can feel vibrations more easily and your body seems to kind of pump up with that energy for, mm -hmm. uh, like your psychic abilities seem to increase when you're there and that's why we love going to these places that's true that's you know it's much easier there to feel parts of yourself that you are longing for or uh, want to 
uh, have a stronger connection with because the veils, the veils, the veils, veils, yeah, I think, yeah. good pronunciation, they are much thinner there. Yeah, oh, yes, so the veils. It, it's, the veils. it's very easy to plug into higher dimensions and to plug in to higher parts of yourself. Yes. It seems, it seems like that's very true with around Rinley Chateau, particularly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely. Yeah. I've never been disappointed going somewhere. Um, maybe the only disappointment I had was because of my own expectations. Mm -hmm. Like when I first visited the uh, Mont Ségur, uh, which is the one of the longest uh the, one of the cather chateaus castles yes and yes. i expected to have a strong emotional experience there because i feel very connected with them so when i walked into the castle um and i was with my daughter she immediately ran over to a place and knew i have to sit here and it's going to happen here so she got into meditation and I was like, hmm, I don't know where to sit. Uh, I don't know what to feel. Actually, I feel nothing. And <laughs> suddenly I realized it were my own expectations. And when I could mm. set those aside, then voices came in like, just be, you just have to be here. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to experience anything. Just be. Yes. And, and uh, then the connection comes with the place. That one's a very interesting place because of the big curse put upon it that has kind of shut it down. But yet there's very, a different form of a message. I always felt like was at Montsegur. It, mm -hmm. it held a lot of sadness and it was purposely mm -hmm. designed that way. Uh, due to the uh, all the people being uh, killed there, mm -hmm. uh, that that's hung around. I think mm -hmm. there's probably that you know hundreds of thousands of people who've tried to lift that off. <laughs> you know, lift off the curse. We're going to make Montsegur this dynamic beacon, and uh, I just wonder if it, it's not supposed to be that way. You know, we have something like Renly Chateau or Peak de Bougarage or Peshkardu mm -hmm. or other ones that are more those beacon sites that radiate that. And doesn't mean that, you know, Monsegur is less important. It's very powerful, uh, mm -hmm. but it just has a different message. Mm -hmm. um, uh, it's absolutely true that the sadness is there and, um, my experience was maybe it's also where do you plug in eh? yeah or yeah. where are you where are you plugged in it's uh, that's the better way to express it because if you really surrender then um that's my experience something takes over uh, and i was really connected i had I heard the songs they sang when they walked out of the chateau uh, in the direction of the fire. And I felt their belief of um, 
yeah, which was so strong. And yeah, if you speak about surrendering and um, doing your mission and being convinced that no matter in what way you are killed or you are going to the other side, the light is waiting for you. And that's what I felt so strongly. Mm. Wow. And it really, really shows that everything doesn't have to be this happy, loving light source. But, you know, there's a, it's such a great story of, of courage and commitment, uh, yeah. conviction yeah. With, with that, that, yeah. that comes on there. That. And I just wanted to say to everybody that we have Mika Volnik, and I want to spell that name. M-I-E-K-E-V-U-L-I-N-K -E -E at www.mikavolnik.nl. And her book is A Journey of Love. And you can find that on her website, as well as all of these great articles, meditations on SoundCloud there. And we are at United Public Radio and UFO Paranormal, uh, UFO Paranormal uh, Network, 107.7, uh, 105.3 on Roku, Facebook, YouTube, and other devices. And if anybody has questions for uh, Mika, please uh, send them on the chat. We just had some technical issues, I know, to begin this show, uh, and we've gotten them solved. Uh, so... We've missed some of the stuff. We got some of this interview cut out, and I apologize to everybody that uh, came in at the first of the show, uh, and it was probably blank. But here we are. We're going to go a little bit later than usual. You know, I wanted to ask you about Pesh Cardu. Now, to, mm -hmm. to, to give people a little bit of um, information, there's the peak to Bugaraj, which is the Stargate Mountain. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of this big power source. But right down the valley, probably uh, 10 to 15 kilometers is Peshkardu, which holds a feminine balance. Some people mm -hmm. call it Mary Magdalene's Mountain. And mm -hmm. you, you've always, you know, you've had some very interesting perceptions about what you thought Peshkardu was all about. I just wondered if you could share that. Yeah, it's like you say, it's um, a feminine energy over there. And it was interesting because I had read about um, a chateau opposite to the Peshkardu. It's a Chateau de Blanchefort. And the owners of the chateau were connected with the families in the bloodline of Yeshua and Mary Magdalene. Wow. And when I say that, I know there will be people who think, oh, this is nonsense, but I strongly believe that it's true. Otherwise, I would not be able to say it. That's also interesting. I cannot say things to make it more interesting if it's not true. I can only speak. Uh -huh. True. Yes, and 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 um, there's a lot of beliefs there that Magdalene lived in this area as well as Jesus, and yeah. and Blanchefort is this chateau, or I always thought it was a fortress, but of course the chateau is a fortress, 
excuse me, um, just on an opposite hillside with a river running right through it. Mm. Uh, and it's hard to really identify. There's one little bitty trail that goes up yeah. there. Uh, it's not e- it's not easy to find, actually. Mm-hmm. However, uh, tell us more about these bloodlines and the mysteries of Cardu. Well, the Cardu, it's what you said. And many people think, and I, I also think that Mary Magdalene was there. And uh, I also think that Yeshua was not, uh, he didn't die with a crucifixion. I think he had a time to heal mm. in Israel. And what's well, difficult not to go on many side paths of the story. So, okay, let's go back to the Peshkardu. Yes, let's get to the juicy parts. <laughs> well, very juicy is that many people are convinced that the body of Mary Magdalene is there. Yes. And that that would be one of the reasons why the energy of the mountain is so feminine. Mm. But let's say, truly, I don't know. I think maybe when we are once above the veils, maybe then we know, we know anyway, we will know more than we can eh, know now. But the energy of the Peshkardu is, I think, um, there are a lot of crystals in it and the geometry of the mountain is exactly the same as the geometry of the temple of solomon the first temple wow so it has a strong connection with jerusalem and the day that i was sure that we were going to the peshkardu it was uh, 7 july 7 so it was 7 7 portal day and first I saw on the left side, opposite to the Peshkardu, a small chateau. So, and I was immediately drawn there. So we went over there, I got into meditation and I saw really a whole um, area of tunnels, underground tunnels. And many of them went to the Peshkardu and I got the information that in the Peshkardu, in the mountain, are 12 tunnels. And I once tried to uh, check that on the mountain when we climbed all to the top. And then I found out that there are a lot of ancient mines in it, already from Roman times. So that could be connected. Uh, it's working again, eh? The oh, yes. comments are coming in. I, yes, it is. Uh, I, I kind of was neglectful. Uh, please continue yeah. on. Yeah, okay. If I... So, we were at the castle and I had, had these uh, images of these tunnels in the Peshkardu. Then we went back to the road and there is a small river. Um, under the Peshkardu and I felt that I had to connect with the water because mm. something told me that the crystals in the water would be of uh, special quality. So I went in with my daughter and again we started to meditate. Eh? That's, we always 
And maybe it sounds like, oh, meditating, um, sitting like this, but it's just closing your eyes, going inside with your attention, feel how you feel and let the place talk to you or let the signs come to you. We got a lot of nature beings, uh, butterflies came, um, I don't know the, the word in English, doesn't matter. But then the water made us so happy and we became so joyful that, and it was a very sunny day, that we got the idea of baptizing each other. And so from a lot of joy, our emotions changed into feeling very holy so we were going mm -hmm. to do had this baptism of each other improvising because i never did it before and then i felt yeshua coming from the mountain um i could better say the fields of the consciousness of yeshua yeah, maybe the wow. christ consciousness field however you want to call it mm -hmm. And this field uh, surrounded us while baptizing each other. And then later I read in other books that we baptized each other on a place where both Mary Magdalene and probably Jesus also had baptized. It wow. seems. So were you on the uh, side of Cardu that was on the town of Sayers or were you on the yeah. side where... Were you on that side? Yeah, on the on the side of Ser. Yeah, Ser. Okay, okay. Yeah. That that is a very pristine stream. It it yes. does have a wonderful vibration, and the yeah. city park there uh, yeah. really has a wonderful channel with yeah. Mary Magdalene. Yeah, I go That's there and meditate nice. a lot. Yeah, yeah, and, it's uh, it's very special. Also, the church of Ser. On the opposite side of the road oh. in the chateau that I spoke about before, that's connected with Templars. And maybe it's interesting to say that um, about the sacred geometry, uh, um, maybe not everybody knows what sac sacred geometry is, but um, for instance, if you take something that is given to us by nature, take a cabbage and you cut it into two and you open it, then you see patterns that really uh, match with each other. Everything that is, um, how can I say, that was created by the real divine forces of creation has sacred geometry. And the sacred Indeed. geometry is in the area around Rennes-le-Chateau, very strongly present. So all the uh, the castles and the churches and the mountaintops are in um, equal are of equal distance with each other. They and are. And you know there are maybe hundreds, maybe more thousands of books written about this subject. Oh yes. So if you live in an area. If you walk or you hey, take a, a week for a, a group, for instance, with you, Bart, just being in the energy of the sacred geometry is 
activating a lot of your own inner higher self. Yes. And it's just so ironic that, you know, all of these peaks seem to have a almost an exact geological relationship. Um, and yet they're mountains that Mother Nature has pushed up and and shoved up and in the in the ley lines are interconnected um you know all throughout europe even mm -hmm. you know connecting with such places as uh the giza pyramid and uh mount sinai mm -hmm. uh, that all come to this area um mm -hmm. and i always think that this is something much more ancient than something like atlantis uh, this could be a hundred thousand years old or, mm -hmm. or, or something of that nature. And this raw, refined, specific consciousness has been there percolating all of this time mm -hmm. uh, for all of us to uh, share and experience. And, and, and uh, it just seems to pop up. You shared with me when I visited with you a little bitty town that you said had a lot that was across the uh, valley on another mountain peak close to Ridley Chateau. Mm -hmm. And uh, there was a lot of white goddess sightings there. And uh, mm -hmm. it was really phenomenal. I went investigated it, of course, being a curious person I am. And my God, the, the energy and the vibrations feel almost like a Mary Mag, um, um, excuse me, a Mother Mary vibration. Oh. Uh, it has a very specific vibration. And, and um, if you go to a church like Notre Dame de Sales where uh, Mother Mary appeared in an apparition, it feels very close to that vibration. Mm -hmm. uh, but yet right there uh, at this little house, it's a little, I, I don't even, you can't even call it a village. I think its name is Yasu. Um, and uh, there's just some amazing light energy. Uh, sadly, um, uh, I haven't checked no. it all out uh, because of, of the fences. Uh, I don't like to mm -hmm. trespass, trespass on people's property without no. permission. Mm -hmm. uh, but the, the point being is there's places all over this area in this yeah. region that are little secrets, so to speak. Yeah. And, and there you have it. Um, yeah. You also told me about... Um, Fountain Dam more, and you really felt like your impressions were that there were not only like a special relationship with all the elements and with the fairies, but you really felt like it had more than that there. Because, mm -hmm. uh, could you just share your impressions in a few minutes? Where, we're coming to a close. We're, we're going to go on to about seven or eight more minutes. But wow, time flies. It does. And, and yeah. I apologize to everybody for the technical dis difficulties we had with the show. We started late. 
uh, and uh, I apologize. Mm -hmm. uh, but can you just tell us some of your impressions about this wonderful uh, pool of water? Some people say Mary yes. Magdalene did baptisms there. Some people said it was other places. Mm -hmm. However, it's a very I, special place. I'll try to keep it short because, uh, and that's not easy because I have mm -hmm. seen many things about the Fontaine des Amours eh, in French, the Fountain of the Lovers. Why is it called the Fountain of the Lovers? It's not because mm. it's just a romantic place. It goes way back in history anyway. Uh, when I've seen my um, past lifetimes with the Essenes, and I had two, uh, and one I was visiting this place a lot, Fontaine des Amours. And this was a place, you know, the Essenes, eh, the, the community of the Essenes, and there were not just one, there were more in France. When they wanted to invite a new soul into their community, so when a, eh, when a couple felt like, oh, we can... Uh, open ourselves up for a child to be born into our community. They went into solitude for three days. So they um, were alone in nature and they were not with each other. So and the men and the women split and they were three days fasting and meditating, connecting with the highest selves, connecting with source, connecting with the child. And then a high initiate of the Essene group, spiritual leader, came to baptize them. And then um, they were together and they went to a chosen place to have this immaculate conception. And this might sound very strange for many people because immaculate conception is something like... Uh, uh, that a woman gets pregnant of the Holy Spirit. But to me, it means something really different um, because the people who were there at the Fountain of the Lovers, they were in the bloodline. So they had the divine DNA, the Christ DNA. And the Christ DNA had to be protected because 2,000 years ago, that's why Yeshua came to earth, the love consciousness was almost gone from the earth so it was really like very critical he came back mm. to bring it back it was in the dna of him and mary magdalene it was in the dna of their children and it had to be brought on into their descendants and and i would dare say it's in the dna of the essenes and they were maybe honing or bringing energy to their own nucleic programming through those three-day meditations yeah. uh, with all of that. Yeah. So when a soul came in, it came from higher dimensions anyway than the third or fourth or fifth dimension. And... Mm while descending it had to be protected because there were a lot of dark forces who were trying to prevent had to actually to finish the bloodline go to go on wow 
Well, that would so, be a wonder. That would be a wonderful class or meditation for you to teach. By the way, hmm. <laughs> I, I just thinking of Thank America, ah. uh, thinking of America and, and the people in Austin. You know, they're they're so hungry for sacred sex. They want to learn tantra, and they're trying all of these ways to get there. And this is a great roadmap, so to speak, mm. on how to do it. And I don't think anybody's teaching this type of stuff. Maybe we can start some rumors that you're going to start some of these types of classes. What do you think? <laughs> well, that's funny because I'm uh, about to write a third book. Yeah? I've written two books. One uh -huh. of them is already out and uh, English then. The second English will come soon. And the third book I'm thinking about this because it's something that touches me deeply. If people speak about sacred sex, then I think it's not about technique. It's not about lust, please. It's not about um, satisfying each other. Sacred intimacy starts with a connection um, with God or with your creator or whatever you want to call. It's yes, and maybe for those people was a lot being connection with nature and all the uh, elements surrounding that in, in a place like Fontaine de Moi. Yeah, the elements are very present with you there, as they That's are true. all over France. It's funny yeah. they never tear anything down. There's no new buildings, or very little nature is destroyed for you know, centuries. Yeah. Uh, and therefore, spirits of nature have time to grow, percolate, develop. Uh, there's less separation between spirit of nature and mm. spirit of people. You know, it's it's very open for people. Yeah. Uh, and so all of that is available. I, I think it's a wonderful thing for you to think of. And we are talking to Mika Volnik. Uh, and her website is www.mikavolnik.nl. And you can reach her through this and check out our book, A Journey to Love. Um, and we'll just end this with, um, I'm going to give my parting shots. But if you have a word of wisdom or a message you think this book has the offer that you want to share uh we'll end with a one to two minute message with that so you think uh -huh. of that i will say that this is bart sharp becoming quantum conscious at united public radio and ufo paranormal Par public radio at 107.7 105.3 uh you can hear us on roku facebook youtube uh of course you can go to the uprn website uh, all of those places are available and we really thank you for coming in today and uh, sharing this wonderful wisdom that mika has flourished in and with her book a journey to love so what parting words you have um i think the most important message is if you're going to read the book Imagine that you are going with me on that sacred quest 
And whatever you read behind the words is this master encourager that is actually trying to tell to you, stop denying your divinity. Mm. Surrender yourself to the love which will come to you from always, from inside, from outside. While reading the book, you will feel it. You, because I'm very uh, vulnerable and open and honest about my own fears and what is keeping me away from my uh, belief in my divinity. Am I, uh, you need to dare to say yes. This is what we all have inside, me too. And if you really start to acknowledge your divinity, then really your life changes. So I'm really inviting you to go on this trip with me. Yes. And with Bart, because yes. you are going to take people there. Eh? It is. And uh, it's, it's just a wonderful place to be. And uh, these stories you've... Um, related today are just precious and they're very unique and uh you know that's that's the specialness of what you share with the world so i i thank you so much for being on the show today mika mm. and uh you know i'll see you in france if not before another time would be great i'm looking forward to it thank you very much and right. i've done it with great pleasure Yes. And, Blessings uh, for all. And yes. And next.